Hello and welcome to season three, episode five of the Hayden Squared Talk Show. I have crazy news. Guess what? Guess what? We only had to do one test this week. Yeah, we only did have to do one test, which was amazing. That's like the first time that it's that's ever happened, I think. Um, no, I'm trying you know, not to stay positive because I feel like if I stay positive, the whole video is going to go wreck. But yeah, we'll have a like huge a problem really at some point. Time. Yeah, I feel like that's really um, but we have a very simple episode this week. You know, only four segments, no guests. Um, very simple. Once again, very, we um very... haven't uploaded for like a few weeks. Oh, is it only two? No, it's, it's been, been a few. I don't. I really don't know. It's it might have been three. It's been two. Or it's three. been since our Christmas episode. So. Yeah, it's been through then. That kind of sucks. Um, oh, well. Are you guys doing okay without us? Yeah. Uh, we uploaded the... Oh, wait, never mind. Never mind. That was already addressed in the last episode. So, why don't we just jump into the rest of the episode? Let's do it. So, this week, um, we have, um, a top fives, you know, that I would have suspected that we would have done before. Like, I feel like it's one of the most, like, um, simple top fives and, like, um, the, like, one that we should have thought about when we first started top fives. And, um, I can hear that Hayden's fidgeting. Aren't you Hayden? It's really simple. I'm afraid that my siblings are about to come in here, so I have my door locked. I see. Okay, so we'll just hop right on in to top five desserts. And of course, all of this, like, I feel like top five desserts can kind of change depending on, like, what time of the year it is, or, um,. Like, I feel like sometimes, like, a family member will get into, like, a routine of, like, making this certain dessert or mm -hmm. some certain, like, food. Um, and then, like, it can kind of become, like, your favorite one. And that kind of happened, but it's always kind of been my favorite for my um, top dessert. So, we'll just get on to the number five place which is chocolate cake. And um, I don't know why I chose this picture. Um, I don't really like fruit like on cake. Like, it's a pretty picture, but, like, yeah. I don't really like fruit on cake because I feel like it goes bad. And, um... Interesting. But Interesting. I, I just, like, a simple chocolate cake, you know, nothing fancy. Um... Now, I that know is, that for a lot of people, chocolate cake is one of those flavors that it's either you like or you don't like. And I do not like chocolate cake. That is just oh. an opinion. Um, well, I like... But I love brownies, and I love chocolate. I don't know why. There's not, just that I about not that I just cake. like love to gloat about my cake, but I make a chocolate cake that's like really difficult. Like I don't know why it has to be so difficult, but you put like... All these different things in it, you put like espresso powder, 
espresso, I don't know why I talk like that, espresso powder in it, and it doesn't taste like coffee, but it just enhances it, and then we also put, um, yeah. surprisingly, I think it's like mayonnaise, um, and like, when you think about it, that sounds like really gross, but like, yeah. it's really, all mayonnaise is, is whipped egg and like, um, oil, and that's so that's true. already in cake, and it just makes it extra moist, and you don't ever get like a mayonnaise taste. It, like, um, it just brings the cake together somehow. Because um, it's kind of meringue, mayonnaise is. Yeah. Um, it's really fluffy and light. Yeah. But. That's interesting. Also, I love your slides theme. Thanks. And then. Um, we have number four chocolate chip cookies. Such a and, classic. And a yes, it's a it's a classic. Um, it's you know you always have them around the holidays, and um, but the main reason why I have them in my number four spot um, is because of cookie dough. I like the dough more than the cookie itself. Um, oh, so now true. specifically spe specifically yeah. homemade cookie dough. You know, because, like, the store-bought stuff tastes terrible. I don't know. What the, like, it doesn't taste... The I can't have over-exaggerated. Whenever you have cookie dough, don't put it in the fridge. Put it in the freezer. True. Very true. And it... it, oh, it I want um, some cookie dough right now. I need some cookie dough in my life right now. Yeah. My mom actually got into this thing over the holidays where she would, um, when she would make chocolate chip cookies, because she, she made them a f few different times between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and, um, but she would make two batches. She would make one for us to just eat the cookie dough, and then she would make one to bake, and that was amazing. And that's, that's smart, because whenever I make cookies, I need at least three spoonfuls of cookie dough before I even roll out the cookies and put them in the oven. Yeah, but in my um, my third spot is ice cream cake. Oh yes, I love ice cream cake so much. Um, it's just one of those things. Amazing. It reminds me of birthdays because I mean, I like cake, mm -hmm. but there's something about ice cream cake. Like my teeth have a really big problem with like cold stuff and so i you wouldn't think mm -hmm. that an ice cream cake would be so amazing like i would like it so much but it's but like it, almost it's like, not the same as ice cream in the yeah coldness. it's like it has something different about it and it's just so good and it re reminds me of like birthday parties and stuff mm -hmm. and but it's just so delicious and i love like the middle like filling stuff or whatever it is you know, especially whenever it's like, um, like, I think it's this exact one, I think is the one that I got. I got the picture off of Dairy Queen of the one that I really like. And of course it has a bunch of chocolate on it. I'd love chocolate. Um, mm -hmm. little, um, note is that I actually really like, um, dark chocolate. Like not, like I like milk chocolate, but a lot of times it's too sweet. I wish they could make, like, dark chocolate with milk in it, but not add the sugar. Yeah. Because I like the creaminess of milk chocolate, but I don't like the sweetness of it. Yeah, I I always find that dark chocolate is, like, a little too bitter, almost. 
Well, I'm okay with the bitter. I feel like the. I feel like they should just add some milk to it, because um, then it like kind of, kind of get rid of so much of the bitterness while not adding sweetness. Because that's yeah. the main problem is that like a lot of milk yeah. chocolate is way too sweet. Yeah. But I like the creaminess part of it. So, like, um, I used to. I cannot eat more than one Hershey's bar because it's really sweet, and my mouth just. Yeah. I can't do it. Well, that's the thing, is that, like, um, when I've ate, like, let's say a Snickers or something, like, by the time that I eat, like, a fun-sized Snickers, I get, like, um, I don't know what that's called, like, a sh not a sugar rush, but, like, almost, like, kind of feels like my, between my eyes, but, like, in my head, um, it's just, like, painful, almost. It's so sweet. Yeah. I don't know, but on to um, number two, uh, oatmeal raisin cookies. Now, I hate raisins. I hate raisins, and I don't like most oatmeal raisin cookies, but my grandpa makes amazing oatmeal raisin cookies. Like, he puts, some, like, cocaine in there or something, because they're just, like, so good. Like, they're chewy. And they're, you can taste the oatmeal and you can taste the raisin and it's not like overpoweringly raisiny or oatmeal-y and they're just so good. Like, really, I could, because they're not too sweet, that's the main problem that I have is that a lot of desserts are way too sweet. Like, it, a dessert doesn't have to be all about sugar, you know? And, but, oatmeal raisin cookies... They're just so delicious when they're made by um, Grandpa Marvin. But um, <laughs> on to the honorable mentions. We have oh, apple pie. I love everything you mentioned. I love apple pie so much. I've only had it... I've had it a few times. Probably more than that, actually. But it's just so good. Like the Especially when it's like layered... An extra thick, like the picture that I have, and all has, of these like, honorable cinnamon. mentions. Oh my gosh, they're all so good. And then a hot fudge sundae. Um, oh my gosh, I Any love hot the hot fudge sundaes from um, Majorite. Like, they, I they might make their own hot. Um, they might make their own like hot fudge, or something. But it's just so delicious. And then carrot cake. I love carrot cake. People who don't um, like carrot cake, get out. I feel like, I don't know what the deal is with carrot cake. Like, especially whenever it's, like, really, really cold. Like, right out of the fridge or something. Um, it's, like, really good. And then a blonde brownie. Yeah, the thing about carrot cake, you would think it would taste too much like a vegetable, but it's sweet. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's nice and sweet, and it it's, like, the good carrot taste without, like... I feel like a lot of carrots have, like, I don't I know, know how to describe mean. it, like, <sighs> carrots, just have a sometimes, about them. carrots sometimes have, like, um, like an off taste, like an aftertaste, kind of. Yes, yeah. Now, like, I feel like that's, a, like, with store-bought carrots. Like, I've had, like, yeah. farm-fresh carrots before, and they don't really have that taste, but, um... It's all the chemicals. <laughs> yeah, the pesticides. It's all the pesticides. But, and then blonde brownies. 
No, I don't share your love for brown brownies. I would rather just eat a brownie. I like regular brownies, but I kind of had a problem. Like, I asked for um, brownies for my birthday, for my mom to make them for my birthday this, like, last year. And um, not to be mean to my mom, but they kind of turned out terrible. (laughs) Like, they were, like, really, really hard. Like, they, like, were, like, rock hard. And... You know what I always find is that store-bought brownie mixes never cease to amaze me that they're actually good. No, that's, like, so true, though. Like, she tried to... She tried out, like, a recipe, like, a new recipe, which is a mistake. Don't do that. Just store-bought stuff. It's always good. But the store-bought... Always good. The store-bought mixes are so perfect like they've got it i don't know how to explain it but they just know what they're doing yeah it's like the perfect amount of like a little bit of airiness but mainly fudgy and it's it's also always the good amount of moistness it's never too dry yeah but you go trying out something extra uh special and then it completely ruins it but Mm. whatever whoopsie do and then we have strawberry pie. My number one is strawberry that pie. That is interesting because I've never actually had a strawberry pie. For real? That's so sad. Mm-hmm. And then, like, so up until the last, I don't know, I guess couple weeks, um, it's always been strawberry rhubarb pie. I would have that I've for my birthday. I've had strawberry rhubarb. I've had that. And... The thing is, is that I love the rhubarb because I really like sour things. Mm-hmm. Um, but within the last, like, I don't know, six or eight months, my mom hasn't been able to find rhubarb. And that's why we didn't have, why I didn't have a strawberry rhubarb pie for my birthday. And we tried out brownie, brownies. Um, but we couldn't find rhubarb. And then um, within the past couple of weeks, we got a bunch of strawberries on sale. And, um, she just made a strawberry pie without any rhubarb in it. And let me tell you, it is so delicious. Like, I don't know what it is. It's like, the strawberries develop, like, this amazing taste in the oven. It's like they... You know, like, how sugar caramelizes when it, when you, like, make toast? Mm-hmm. What's happening a lot of times is the sugar in the bread is caramelizing. Kind of like yeah. that happens with the strawberries. Like, they m- make almost like a jam in mm-hmm. the pie, and it's so delicious. So, now, so delicious. If I had done my list, this list, my number one would have also been a pie, and it would have been... The chocolate cream pie from Slice of Pie. Oh, you've told us all this before. I've, I, I, I've, oh only been to, I've only had Slice of Pie like one time. Get it more I often. Think. It is so But good. it's like, but it's I, can't, I can't understand why it's so expensive because it's really, really good. But I feel and like their portions it's like, are also huge. they are huge, but like, isn't it like $6 for like a slice? You are thinking of the half slice, and the half slice is essentially half a pie. Oh, okay. And it might See, be more. I don't like go there enough right. to know. Yeah, they are. It's they call it a half slice because it's like it's like a third to a half of a pie. 
Oh, okay. It's really good. It's hilarious but, to me. But strawberry pie is delicious. So, uh, and oatmeal raisin cookies, when made by Grandpa, are delicious. And now this segment has gone on Grandpa. forever. And so we're going to move on to Whoops. Hayden's movie review. You guys, we're sorry. We just we just like ranching about dessert, okay? Yeah. Dessert's just one of those things that you can just talk about endlessly because there's so many different types. There's so many. We need to stop talking about it or we're literally going to talk about it endlessly. Anyways, so the movie that I'm reviewing this week is called Love and Monsters. And... I believe it is actually a newer movie. I think it came yeah. out this year. Um, it whenever came out it was, in- yeah, it was. Uh, it came out like I think October sixteenth. So I have pulled up Rotten Tomatoes, and let me tell you guys, it did good in Rotten Tomatoes. So critic review ninety two percent, audience score eighty nine percent. Let me tell you, that's pretty good. Yeah, getting, it actually is. Nine, getting 90% from both the audience and the critics is really good. Um, but so about this movie, it takes place in a post-apocalyptic world where there were these meteors that crashed on Earth and um, the gases that came out off of the meteors uh, caused an- some animals and insects to mutate and become just gigantic monsters. Oh, that's pretty. So special. that's not really a spoiler because it happens like it happens. It happens right off the bat. Oh. Um. So the thing I like about this movie is, I'm guessing you noticed by the title, "Love and Monsters," that there is a little bit of romance, but it is the right amount. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like the the over top. It's not it's not a romantic comedy, which I I can enjoy a good romantic comedy, but it's a good amount for a non romantic movie. And I think a lot of movies have a problem where it's not made to focus on the romantic portion of it, but then they devote a lot of the plot to the romantic portion. Of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's something they did right with this movie because the main character, while he is basically he's on a quest to find his uh I'm gonna backtrack or I'm gonna or I'm gonna get really confusing. So basically, the monsters are everywhere, but people live in these underground fortresses essentially, and they have maps, and they they all know where each other are, but they never go up to the surface because usually when people go to the surface, they die. Um, So the main character had a high school sweetheart lady, and then, then the meteors hit, and they are now 80 miles apart in different shelters. And so he has spent, like, several years trying to figure out which um, underground fortress she lives in. And he finally finds her and they, and they talk. And then he's like, Oh my gosh, 
I'm going to go find her. And so he just leaves. Oh, that's pretty... I mean, that sounds really, really dumb to me. And his friends all think he's going to die. And you know what? He probably should have. But he gets his life saved multiple times. I'm not going to talk about how. But um, he goes on this adventure to find his high school sweetheart. And it's good that you know that there's a reason that he's left. But then the rest of the, the plot between he leaves his little underground hole to he gets to her underground hole, it's not devoted to the romance, which is amazing. It's it's just this really cool world that they've created where there are gigantic monsters lurking about and they all have weird names. Um, and the and it's just really it's a really unique movie. But when you find, huh, I'm trying to put my thoughts into words. Do you ever have trouble putting your thoughts into words? For sure. Um, it's from what I've seen. I guess it's got the guy from um, Maze Runner. Yes. Interesting. Um, it also. I'm not going to spoil anything else, but on his journey, he meets people. He meets a dog, which you can literally tell from the pictures. Yeah. So that's not really a spoiler. And oh, wait, they so it like all- wasn't his dog from the beginning. It was not his dog from the beginning. Oh, um, dog stealer. Well, I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, <laughs> but basically, he meets these people, and they, they help him. He would have died without them. They help him along the journey, and they eventually have to leave him. But once they've left him, it's like it's kind of like he's grown up, and he understands what to do now. And so he's probably three quarters of the way to her little underground place and he just goes and makes it and you guys once he gets there she's like oh my gosh I didn't think you were actually going to come I I might not still have feelings for you oh that is like, so terrible and it's like oh that didn't surprise me at I feel like that's kind of a huge spoiler, though, Hayden. Well, 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 well. I haven't... The movie's still only, like, two-thirds of the way done. Because once he gets there, craziness happens. And people's lives are saved by people and animals and things. People, places, and things, you know? Yeah. So what would you give this movie... Um, out of 10. Oh, no. Let's make this Hayden Squared special out of 100. That's a good idea because I think... Because that's more... I'm trying to be a more mean reviewer. Because I feel like 10 out of 10s should only go to, like, my all-time favorites. Yeah. You know? I feel like I hand them out like candy and that's not okay. So I'm not going to do that anymore. But... Out of 100, I don't have to give it a 9, because I think it's a little bit better than a 9, but I also don't have to give it a 10. So, I would say that I'm going to give it a 92 out of 100. 
I think the the critics got it right. I think the ninety two percent that the critics gave it was right about on the dot. Yeah. Because I think it did a lot of things right, but I think when it had plot twists, I totally saw them coming. Oh, yeah. I think the movie did everything else right. Um, They could not do a sequel, but it was also set up so that they could do a sequel, which I always like. Um, Wait, so do you know if they are or not? No, I'm not sure, but they could or they could not. Either way, it would work. Oh, I see. But I think a 92 is good because I don't know if the plot twist plot. I don't know if the plot twists were supposed to be overly surprising, but if they were supposed to, there were like, they were, there were probably two of them. Oh. And I saw them both coming from a mile away. I am, I'm probably better at guessing that stuff than the average person, but. It was pretty obvious to me what was going to happen in both situations. Um, but that is my movie review. I definitely think you guys should watch this movie. It's a really good one. Um, especially if you like post-apocalyptic stuff. But it's also a comedy, which is nice. It's not like... It's got a little bit of all of the stuff it sounds like. You know, it's got so it's the romance, not, comedy, and yeah. like I guess sci-fi kind of. It's kind of like a quiet place, but not scary. It has the monster and post-apocalyptic elements of a quiet place, but it's not scary at all. And then it has more upbeat elements, you know? Yep. But I, I definitely wish... think you guys should watch this movie. It's a good one. I can't wait to watch, like, A Quiet Place 2. I want to watch it in the theaters with my dad, and they just keep pushing it back. They pushed it back for a year, like um, in April. They've been pushing it, it back forever. April, I think, been... and then they pushed it back, I think, till like October, and then they pushed it back again till like April. So, but we'll see. They should probably just do like the at-home premiere stuff. Yeah, like because I That's like I really like moment. those. I really like those, you know, because you can just sit on your couch and watch it. Yeah, I mean, I like the theaters rooms better. But sitting on the couch, not a bad thing. Yeah. Um, I like the theater, but I feel like, in a lot of ways, unless you have, like, one of the, um, kind of like a season pass or whatever it is, but, like, I don't know what they're called. Like, I think that, like, um, Regal 8 or, like, whatever it is, yeah. the theater that we have, it's like a Regal pass, you know? And, but unless you have, like, one of those, it's, like, such a ripoff. Yeah. You know, compared to, like, at home. Because, like, usually the at-home movie, like, premiere things are, like, 20 bucks. Yeah. And you can watch it anytime. So, I feel like they should just do it that way. But they'd probably make more money if it was at the theater. But, I digress. So, are we ready to move on to Urban Dictionary? Let's do it. Okie dokie. I think that I have a pretty good um, set of words this week with a nice reused um, slides theme. But we, love a good we, used it, we used it a few months ago, I guess. 
But so probably like two episodes. We're gonna start out with Doucheberg. Someone who at first meeting shows a bit a little bit of their douche self. But on getting to know them better, the full extent of their doucheness becomes apparent, likened to the iceberg that only shows a small fraction of its total size. Upon seeing a known douchebag com coming up at him, he said his best captain's voice, Doucheberg, straight ahead. That's, that's a good one. Um, now we move on to Never mind. You were too stupid to understand me the first time, so I gave up trying. Now, I don't like these names because it's going to get me confused, I know. But, Desi. Hey, do you know the real meaning of what never mind is? Oh my god, I messed it up already, but whatever. Jesse goes, what? You were too stupid to understand me the first time, so I gave up trying. What? Never mind. That's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. And it's so true. If you ever say never mind to someone, it's because they didn't understand what you said the first time, and it's like, it's not worth explaining. Well, and then what really sucks is then, like, when they get mad that you're just saying never mind instead of telling them again. Because, like, a lot of times, whenever I say never mind, it's like a whole big long thing that I have to say again. Yeah. Um... Now like, I kind of disagree with this one. The first time. I kind of disagree about I this love. one because I like art, but I thought it was funny. Um, I like artist. art, but most artists truly is another word for unemployed. Artist, another word for unemployed. And a lot of times that is true. I like art, yeah, but a lot of people who call themselves an artist don't have a job. Yeah, very true. And then, um, I guess this is our final word. Mommy blog. <laughs> a new mother's unfortunate need to talk endlessly about their new children, despite the fact that they, that no one else actually cares. Updates, pictures, and stories are plastered all over social media. Mommy blogging also includes condescending other mo mothers with inaccurate parenting and or medical advice. I guess, is it Diana or Dana? It's Dina, I think. Dina. Okay. Dina. Hey, girl. Did you get your... Did you vaccinate your kids yet? Karen. No, Jenna. Was saying, I shouldn't vaccinate my kids since vaccinations can cause autism. <laughs> Dina. Are you seriously listening to Jenna? She's not even a nurse. She's just mommy blogging. Oh yeah, girl. You're right. That's so true. Yeah. Well, Jenna was saying. Jenna. Well, Jenna was saying. Yeah, it's so true, though. And then, um, I guess we'll move on to random tidbits. This is also a reused slide theme. But first of all, it's reused from a long time ago. And second of all, just wait till you see the second slide, you guys. Random tidbits, January 19th, and for national days, I did 19th and 20th. So, we have, for the 19th, World Quark Day. And I realized that looks like a spoonful of cocaine. Because it is. But I'm pretty sure it's some kind of cheese. 
But but for Quark, there was that cheesy stuff, and there was this Adam thing, and I didn't know which one it was, so I just put them both. It's probably, like, quirky. Interesting. <laughs> Out of the two pictures that you put, neither one of them was the right one. Whoopsie daisy. Whatever. National I'm sorry. Popcorn. Um, popcorn is good. Okay. Popcorn's good, so, but I hate how it gets stuck in my teeth. That is true. That is annoying. Um, yeah. you guys like what I did? How I made some three of the pictures. Together, black black background with white uh, outline things. And then I did the other ones, white background with the black outline things. I think it looks nice. Yeah. It's pretty good. The National 20th, National Butter Crunch Day. I, I wasn't sure really if that means. was the Butter Crunch Lettuce or whatever the heck those are. Whatever. But Butter Crunch, butter crunch Lettuce is glorified water. It's the same with iceberg lettuce. It's like 90% water. Yeah. Um, we have National Cheese Lover's Day. And who doesn't like cheese? Come I on love now. cheese. Remember when... Okay, this is kind of gross now that like, there's COVID and stuff. But remember whenever we'd like... Um, when I'd bring like a baby bell to school and then we'd split it into like nine pieces? How could I not remember that? But also it was more like four pieces because we didn't share with everyone. Oh, yeah, with true. Me, you know, I think but that was so funny how we did that. And then, like, the brownie, the cosmic brownie. Always the cosmic brownie. They and Anna would always try to trick me into, be, into, like, giving her, like, the whole brownie. There were major fights over those brownies, let me tell you. Yeah. I always um, brought extra finally, food for everybody. That was so finally, amazing. National Donkey Day. And I guess those are the people who do the wiki wiki. I think that's. Oh no! Wonder it's called the DJ Disc Jockey. Yeah. I think DJ. Oh my is gosh! Such an easier thing. You just you just put those pieces together for me. <laughs> okay. Wiki wiki what? <laughs> Guys, I'm getting delusional at eight fifteen. Send help. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's pretty special. I don't know what. Anyways, on to the famous birthdays, and you're going to be blinded by a terrifying picture of Dolly Parton. Okay. I don't know why Hayden doesn't like Dolly Parton so much. I love her, but I think she looks like a witch. That's all. That's it. Um, I think it's... I was, I was telling Hayden earlier, like, she was on some talk show, and um, she was like, I decided at a young age that I should age gracefully. And then she goes, well, here I am today. And she smiles real big. And, like, she has no smile. She has, like, no smile lines at all. Um, which I think is funny because I feel like normal, like, normal people at any a, age, when they smile, they have, like, a little bit of movement in their face. You know? So but, much plastic surgery. I guess, is that called aging, aging gracefully? I guess plastic surgery is another word for aging gracefully. I guess. But um, I feel like she's done a lot of great things, I guess. She has. She just hasn't aged gracefully. 
Just one of them is not aging gracefully. <laughs> She's done a lot of great things, but not aging gracefully. She's turning 75 this year. So she's three quarters of the way to 100. When she turns 100, she'll probably still look like she's 20 and a witch. Oh, didn't Betty White turn like 99 the other day? I don't know who Betty White is. Who's that? Oh, you know. Um, I'll send you a picture of her. Or you can just look her up. But um, she's I'll like, just look her up. She's like really funny and stuff. But um, I think that she just turned 99. She might have turned 100, though. But she was oh. in, I think, Golden Girls. Yeah, I know, I know who that is. But oh yeah, she's ninety nine. She was born in nineteen twenty two. That's a long time ago. She does not look ninety nine. She looks younger, but she doesn't look like creepy young. Yeah, you no. Know? Yeah, she looks, she looks like she looks like the perfect grandma. Yeah, I feel like, but. And I then love her. you have Edgar Allan Poe. Who only lived to be 40. Didn't he kill himself or something? Probably. I don't... Or, like, what they I would probably say is, like, he died of a broken died. heart. Because, like, he probably just, like, starved to death or something. Because then his, like, wife died or something. Know, you, you guys know what? Everyone who kills themselves, quote-unquote, dies of a broken heart. But in reality, they died at their own fault. I'm just saying. Um, but I feel like Edgar Allan Poe is, like, such a weirdo. I, I hate him. Like, once again, Hayden and I were talking about this earlier. But, like, Edgar mm, Allan Poe, I have like, to do, what a weirdo. Every time in a class we have to do something on him? Mm-mm, no. Oh, Mm-mm. wait. Uh, I was gonna... Uh, is Allen's not his middle... Is not his middle name. It's, like... I, I have no idea. I think that we learned it in English or something, like... He was born as, like... Edgar Allen or Edgar Poe and then like changed it and then his like mom married another man and then oh, like made him move with- out but then it had to be changed to like Edgar Allan Poe I don't know Interesting. there's something about it something special let's just say moving on to my lovely Florida man um <laughs> Florida man tries to order a burrito at bank drive-thru, thinks it's Taco Bell. What I like about this is that it's not a crime. No crime was committed. The poor man just wanted Taco Bell, so he went to the bank. And I love that. <laughs> That's so special. Like, how would you even confuse the two? Those Florida people, you, they're, they're a completely yeah, either, different Yeah, either had their bread species. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But um, he either was on a lot of drugs or a lot of alcohol or both. Probably both. I guess alcohol's a drug. Right? I'm not going to debate that. But I guess it has the effects of a drug, yeah. It basically has a lot of the effects of a drug. But it's not as dangerous as drugs are. Anyways, that is it this week. Guys, I just have one thing to say. Um, this is another movie that I watched recently. I'm not going to go into details about it at all. But there's this new animated movie called Soul. You should definitely watch it. Yeah, I was going to do a movie review on it. If anyone ever compares it to Inside Out again, I will shoot them. Because Inside Out is still way better. 
Inside Out is better. I really like Soul, though. I was going to watch it again. I don't Soul, know why I haven't. Don't though. get me wrong. Soul was good, but Inside Out might be my all-time animated movie and the only animated movie that has ever made me cry. So just just don't just don't compare them. I really like um Inside Out, but I feel like for me at least it has too much um like too many emotions for like a children's movie. I see what you mean, and it's I feel like the good thing about Inside Out is that it's a children's movie and a parents movie. Yeah. Because the parents are going to be the ones balling like babies. Yeah. And I I don't know why um I guess Soul is like it's made by Pixar, distributed by Disney and is only on Disney Plus. Yes, it is on Disney That's, Plus exclusively. That is a hierarchy if I've ever seen one. It's really funny and it makes no sense. Why does made it make any Pixar, sense? Made by Pixar. Oh yeah, I see what you mean. Distributed exclusively by Disney. Yep, that makes. Yeah, sense. I don't. I don't know what the deal is with that. I guess. Is it the same? I don't think it's the same way with like Star Wars, right? Because Disney does distribute Star Wars, but it's because Disney owns Star Wars. I don't understand, but then Marvel is not at all the same. Dis- but Pixel. Disney owns the rights. Uh, no, it's not. No, they own Dis- the rights to it, it but is- Marvel Disney is completely is like- separate from Disney. Disney is like a parent company, basically. Well, so Disney owns it, so it can distribute it how it likes. But it's still not the same way. Like a usually, like a parent company, like, um, like Google, has a parent company called alphabet but they um i don't know what alphabet even does does anyone nobody their website like i've got you know i was so does? confused i thought that google was a parent company of like google slides you know what i mean but apparently yeah. not i don't understand. you know what alphabet does hayden do you know what it does what does it do it owns google well, I know that it owns Google, but why would it own Google? I, I know, but that's... Oh, probably, it's probably for, like, probably, stock stuff. You know, it's like... It's probably the only meaningful thing it does. Because, like, um... The only thing that I can think about, like, a parent company is, um... What is it called? Like, Unilever? You know, and it owns, like, 27 know. different companies. Um... You know, like it owns a one dove, major like parent company soap. that I can think of. One major parent company that I can think of. It might not be actually a parent company, but I consider Hershey's to be kind of like a parent company because it yeah. owns all the different kinds of. Candy. Well, it I feel like it, it's probably candy. like it's probably like Google, where you would think that Google would be like it's like Google would be the parent company, but like. Because it owns all the different, like it owns Google Slides and it owns Google Docs and it owns Drive and Gmail and all this different stuff. But really, in actuality, the parent company mm-hmm. is Alphabet. But it, it's probably like the same way with Hershey's. You would think that Hershey's does own Mars, I think Mars candy bars or something like that. But it actually, yeah. Hershey's owns it through whatever else it's probably like that with like google yeah but 
whatever. I don't it's know so how confusing. we're talking about this, but I enjoyed it. Um, oh, actually, I do know we started talking about this, but we should but, probably stop. Yeah, we probably should. We've been talking about parent companies way too much. I don't understand how we get on these little, like, tangents, but... Yeah. Like oh, I've well. said multiple I times this episode. Enjoyed. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Hopefully you enjoyed. Never mind. Hopefully I can get this edited before tomorrow or for tomorrow to be uploaded. But once again, whatever. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. A nice simple episode. All done Thanks in 45 minutes. That's real special. Perfectly done in 45 minutes. <laughs> That's so sad. But, once again, whatever. Okay, so... Um, we'll see you next time, whenever that is. Whenever that is. Hopefully next week, but probably not. Let's be but honest. But unlikely. Well, bye. Probably two weeks. <laughs>